Hello and welcome to issue number 102 of Headline Heroes, a comedy podcast where we take today's headlines and create a comic book origin story. My name is Drew Mick. And I'm Tanner Ackerman. Nate! <laughs> Nate! Is this like, are you doing like a yell that you miss him? Or are you yelling like con, like you're mad at him? A little of both, I think. <laughs> he knows what he did and that he is not here right now. Yeah. Yeah. Nate's gone. Um, what do you think he's up to? Um, I think he's trying to get funding for his passion project. Mm, yeah, he does love knitting. <laughs> um, and he's trying to knit a blanket to cover the world because world peace. Yep. That, that was his plan. And everyone keeps telling him that's a terrible idea. It's bad. Um, it's bad. One, not possible. Two, would not do any good for anyone. But no, he's, it wouldn't. Uh, He's fighting. A lot of suffocation. Mm-hmm. No breathing. But really, honestly, the world's biggest blanket for it. Okay, now, okay, that's a, that's an argument that Nate hasn't made yet. Mm-hmm. Now, you might have me this back on board. I'm thinking. <laughs> have I told you about how sometimes uh, my roommate and I just get really drunk and decide to make a blanket for it? <laughs> no, I don't know you've ever done that. Yeah, we've done that a couple times now. What are you building? Um, in the living room? In the living room, yeah. Do you like watch t- like movies inside it? Yeah, first time we did it, we watched a bunch of uh, Sean Connery Bond films. Oh, it was awesome. Okay, so I know, like with the you're you're like on a bottom floor apartment, and people yeah. can definitely see directly into your oh, apartment. Oh, absolutely. If you have those and that open. was gonna that was gonna be the next part of my story. <laughs> so you leave <laughs> the blinds open? Yes, we did. And <laughs> here's what happened. It was about midnight, I think, and we saw someone get Domino's delivered to them. <laughs> and so we were just like we want dominoes too so we called and got dominoes delivered to us and for a fact we know that the person who delivered it the first time saw in and saw our fort <laughs> and so we called for it and that person came back <laughs> did they comment and he we left instructions to knock on the sliding door because we were drunk and <laughs> so he did and we had him come in he's just like yeah sign here and shannon my roommate was just like hey man come on in (laughs) we're just watching bond and it was shannon uh me and his brother we were just watching uh i think we were watching uh oh shit whatever the one is that takes place at um new orleans Uh, i I couldn't tell tomorrow never dies i think we're watching that and like the guy's just like oh cool and he like made he put one foot in to like appease the drunk us <laughs> and said very cool can you please sign <laughs> no shit <laughs> he was just like not having it we thought we would make a friend that night but it wasn't to be his defense he's just trying to do his job yeah i i i like to think that we made his night a little bit because we we saw him envying us I mean, he gave him a story, too. Yeah. He was just like, he did ask, so, like, why did why why did you do this? And Shannon was just like, well, you know, we were drinking, and we decided we're going to build a fort and watch Bond. So we did. That's exactly what we did. That's yeah, so as good a reason as any. Yeah, man. Yeah, so Nate's gone, though. So who's going to tell me what we do here, I guess? Oh. I mean, I can if you want. Well, then you're pulling double duty. I know, but that's, it's always, if you or Nate are gone, Nate either has to ask himself what we do here, or yeah. you have to ask how, yourself. How, how about this? 
I can ask you, I guess. You you tell me what we do here and also tell us what we're going to be doing. And then I, at the end, will say what Nate usually says, as well as... What does Nate usually uh, say? He thanks Carl Sorensen. Oh, you mean at the end? Okay, gotcha, yeah, very, gotcha. Very I thought you meant after I, like said the article you'd say what nate says I'm like, does nate normally do something then you haven't caught the call and response that nate has done this whole time he always says shapoops at the end of whenever you explain it you haven't caught that no i've never noticed that yeah sorry nate it's weird okay do you want to ask me then what we do here yeah hey nate oh it's kind of hey, like Tanner? calling your your girlfriend by your ex's name there hmm? yeah oh yeah just crying it out <laughs> during cuddling (laughs) (laughs) hey tanner what do we do here um well what we do here is every week we take um a bunch of headlines that are pretty much all submitted by listeners at this point i don't know yeah at this point we haven't we don't really do it ourselves anymore it's all listener submitted and we really love that yeah so they do keep them coming they do most of the work for us um we, love we put them in a list, and then I will pick a random number that's associated to a number on the list, and that number on that list correlates to a specific article that I then tell you guys. Mm. So I guess I'll just go ahead and recap what we did last week now, because I really don't remember exactly what Nate says. So last week, we made a superhero um, that was named the Janitar he was like a centaur he was half man half janitor card as well as backdoor pilot for his villain mess baby voiced mm-hmm. by alec baldwin oh and i did want to step in here and mm-hmm. say that that article was very popular last week that was a very new one and i saw it on reddit i saw it on facebook um so it was actually submitted again to us after we recorded so we couldn't properly credit them but i promise we would um it was submitted by matt from the reignite podcast the podcast that i guested on a couple of weeks ago a few weeks ago um he is at dj underscore stormageddon on twitter stormageddon on patreon is his um, name so uh give him a listen and while you know while i've got the stage here uh just started mass effect 3 um it's been pretty good just as good as i remember excited because i did just uh you know buckle down paid the extra two dollars got some alternate appearance packs really excited to get into this it's pretty pretty good where are you at with mass effect where am i yeah um i have not played well actually okay i'm in andromeda right now if you want to actually oh are you actually but I have not played it in like five months, probably, because Andromeda is not that good. It's, you know, it has its moments. Combat's very good. Story left a little bit to be desired. Graphics, horrible, although they got better. I would say stick with it. Yeah, I'll beat it eventually, and then I'll replay through the the good three. Oh, can while, while I also have the stage <laughs> about Mass Effect, can I Come also on. say I got the best text from my girlfriend Mm-hmm. uh on tuesday what was that it was that um it was a text saying hey can i um watch you play mass effect or the witcher 3 sometime and i was just like <laughs> uh, yes yes you can <laughs> absolutely brag. yeah like so dream girl right there <laughs> i was so happy <laughs> she's just like you talk about it so passionately <laughs> <laughs> she's not wrong <laughs> 
that she's just like I, I just gotta be on the end gotta so, know <laughs> your passion for Mass Effect is is so intense that she can tell how important it is you this is like this is equivalent to like Kelsey like supports the Oklahoma City Thunder because I yeah. love them so much and like goes to games with me this is the equivalent of that for you yeah I guess so yeah <laughs> a big fan oh i mean i love mass effect too though i'm not yeah i'm not saying that's a bad game my other love would be the witcher 3 so yeah i have that game i i've started it twice but then i I have this problem where i don't play video games like for months at a time yeah and that's not a game you can just jump back into no you got to start that one over honestly and you got to get through the beginning stuff here's the funny thing about those two games mass effect 1 and witcher 3 they were both the only two games in my life that I started and immediately put down because I couldn't get into it. Really? Yeah. So I don't, and just something made like nagged at the back of my brain saying like, Hey, I should give this another shake. So I did. And now they are my like two loves for video games. That's weird. That is weird. How it's, it's the the one that was tough to get into is exactly. Also the Witcher three DLC is it, it costs money, but honestly, it's so worth it because they give you so much extra content. Oh, I know the CG CD Project Red. That's the company, right? Yes, they're yeah. just known for like they're not pieces of shit. Like EA yeah, they're or... good, and they've oh, they come from such small beginnings. Also, mm-hmm. they're going to be, I believe, talking here at E3 about Cyberpunk 2077, and I'm so excited about that game. Yeah, that game looks dope as fuck. It looks I so love good. that type of like retro futuristic shit. Anyway. That's a. That was the video game corner. Yeah, that was the bit of the video game corner from me. Um, Another thing I love about Mass Effect, uh, but actually, uh, do you want to just go ahead and tell me what we're doing here this week? I I suppose. No, what are we doing this week? Oh yeah, we're gonna make a villain this week. Yes. Um, and I've already picked an article at random, but I did forget the number. It's number eight for you, and the headline is. Mississippi community left confused after bowls of mashed potatoes mysteriously keep appearing. Keep appearing? Yeah. Oh, that is not where I thought that was going. What did you think it was going to be? Disappearing. No, yeah. A mashed potato bandit of some kind. So this is going to be a little more difficult. Um, but but before we get into that, do you want to say this one came to us from one Carl Sorensen. Um, whoever that is. <laughs> I thought you were just gonna straight up just like say his name and not do, <laughs> just, but you didn't. You didn't disappoint. No, this comes to us from Carl Sorensen, of course, who does the music for a podcast. Do love you, Carl. Uh, your Twitter handle is at Carl J Sorensen. If you don't want to, you know, pick his brain for audio stuff that is honestly it's worth picking. Uh, he's just a good guy to know on uh, on Twitter. I'd say so. Give him give him a follow. Right. Yep. Yeah. Agreed. Mm. I favor. Oh, and I, I just uh, scrolled down, and I do see that your personal does follow him, so that's good. Yeah, fuck. I follow Carl. Please, come on. Um. All right. First thing I'm thinking of is that these bowls of mashed potatoes are some sort of bomb. Is that what you're thinking? That's the first thing I'm thinking. I'm curious what you're thinking, though. My first thought went to. Um. Have you seen the movie It? I've seen not the new one, but I've seen the old one. Okay. Well, this is the same. Like, you know, yeah. the red balloons like are always appearing yeah. places. I was just kind of picturing like it's mashed potatoes instead of red balloons. And it's some sort of 
Now, okay, it has been actually a long time since I've seen it. What is the like? What happens with the red balloons? Like, what do they signify? It's just usually like uh, Pennywise's, like right there or going to appear. So this is it's kind of it's not a calling card. It's uh, it's like an omen, I guess. It's yeah, it's signifying or warning the appearance of this mashed potato villain. Yes. What if it's a cafeteria worker that's leaving? Oh, my potato bowls. Oh, my God. Yes. Only appears every seven years. Yes. Or every five years. Let's make it every time a high school transitions out. Okay, that works. Wait, would there actually be one year that misses it completely then? Yes. Okay, every four years. (laughs) Okay, every three years. Every three years. So then one poor senior class. <laughs> God damn it. We dealt with this when we were freshmen. Uh, no, we can do every four. I think every that works. four years. And this community is plagued with it. This is almost like uh, you've probably seen it. I just know the general premise of what's the Tooth Fairy movie? Darkness oh, Falls. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Have you yeah. seen that one? Where it ends up being the Tooth Fairy at the end and like he's got like a, a mask made of teeth. Yeah. I don't know if I've actually seen it or if I just know about it. I think I've only heard about it. It's just like, I know the premise is like some guy encountered the Tooth Fairy a long time ago and now like cannot sleep without light because the Tooth Fairy can only come around when it's completely dark. Yeah. It it takes place in some Alaskan town, I think. Yeah, where it's night like for two weeks straight for however long. 30 days. Good concept. Yeah, except for the tooth fairy part. Like, what the fuck makes you decide that's it? I don't know. So strange. Well, it's, the thing, it's also, it is still, like, it, which I, you know, probably shouldn't completely lean on that. But, like, it was just kind of accepted that kids disappeared in that town. Yeah. It's kind of like, yeah, every four years, a couple kids are going to go missing. And there'll, there'll be mashed potato bowls outside people's homes. So is that's what's happening here, is the mashed potato bowls are appearing. What, what kids are disappearing? Yeah, so I guess, like, if a parent sees a mashed potato bowl outside their house, like, freak out and they, like, tell the kids, like, to get in the car and they're leaving town for a while or something. Because it's always meant, like, that a kid disappears if there's a bowl in front of their house. That's what I am thinking. It's almost like an uh, uh, anti-Moses marking their door. Yeah, exactly. So does getting in a car and driving away solve the problem? Um, I don't think so. I... So I picture like in horror movies, because what it always is, is like, you can't just run from the town. Like you have to stay and fight or something. It's like, maybe if they're trying to drive, do something happen that prevents. Yeah. Yeah. Something will happen. Like a streetlight will fall over and land on the car or their brakes will go out or just always different every time. And when they're dealing with that, they lose track of the kid. The kid disappears. Bingo, bango. Like you can see the you're now leaving lunch ladyville. Yeah. I think it's actually Pelhaven. That's let's call it Ladle Town. Okay, that works for me. What um, what when you picture a a lunch, a school lunch, what's the thing you imagine? Now, I wish Nate was here because he went to a different high school than us or a yeah. different school district than us. But so we had the same ones. But yeah. what do you imagine? So like, what do I? picture for the food or what do i picture yeah. for the cafeteria worker oh the food because i could not 
imagine any of our cafeteria workers at all. Um, let's see the food. Either those uh, rectangular pizzas, Giardies, Gilardies. Yeah, or but also um, there was just regular pizza, rectangular pizza, of course. The like the mashed potatoes that always had like like turkey gravy on it. I think where it actually had, like chunks of that, turkey in it. Yeah, that was the uh, special holiday meal they would. Yeah, give us. Dude, that was the best. There was also the chicken nugget meal mm-hmm. that was with mashed potatoes as well, but didn't have the turkey and the gravy. Yeah, that's true. So it wasn't as, as festive. Yeah, those are the main ones I, I remember. Yeah, those were the staples. That's weird well, that I can't remember more because they had to have done a lot more stuff, right? I've talked to other people about this, including people up here in Minnesota, whereas I went to school in Iowa. But you remember Bosco sticks? Oh, Yeah. Now, some people up in Minnesota know what I'm talking about. Others don't. And it tends to be the more rural people who, like, weren't in the cities know what Bosco sticks are. They're the ones who know. Yeah. So it's like, that must have been a thing for us. So Bosco sticks, I don't know where they came from, but they're basically just cheese sticks, cheese-filled bread sticks. Yeah. I loved them. Honestly, I thought it had something to do with, uh, there's a school district district near us in Iowa, Tanner, called Don Bosco. Mm Mm-hmm. And I thought maybe it had something to do with that, but I don't. I don't even know. I always assumed, like when I was younger, but I feel like there's no way if because it's like it is across multiple states. Have you ever? You should do some research in Nebraska. Yeah, I'll ask. That's a good do point. You, do, you, do you talk to anyone at work who like grew up in Omaha? Yeah, I don't know anyone who didn't grow up in Omaha. Like every friend I've made in Omaha mm. is from here. They're all like, "Oh, you came here." <laughs> while we're talking about fucking nebraska uh i don't think i've mentioned it before but mad props to nebraska for leaning into their state's weirdness of just like honestly it's not for everyone oh that yeah that advertising slogan i like it actually <laughs> i love that i love a good like anything that can make fun of itself yeah and other people are like acting like oh my god they're admitting nebraska sucks like gosh go yeah, fuck yourself you can't understand off. the humor in it it's very funny so good state yeah uh anyway we should talk more about this lunch lady is it a lunch lady i That's imagine it's a lunch it's lady a lady come on right yeah. chris farley yeah as a lunch lady just falls off the tongue it's an alliteration lunch lad lunch man mm. no no thank you lunch lady um uh, so Every four years, this lunch lady comes, marks a house with a bowl of mashed potatoes, and then what? The the kid just disappears? For what purpose? What's her sinister plot? Revenge? I mean, she probably Mm. died. Yeah, what happened to her? Huh? What happened to her, I guess? Yeah, um, she probably died because she was making a big old vat of mashed potatoes, and Mm. some kids Mm. were fooling around and bumped her into it somehow huge vat yeah <laughs> big vat of mashed potatoes yeah we're talking comically large like it's almost like why why would you make this what why do you it's have like a, a room sh- dedicated to a giant bowl of mashed potatoes the bowl is like the size of an apartment and it's so deep that she has to go up scaffolding to yeah. get to it she's like and up she on- has a huge stirring stick and she's not even She's not stirring that much. It's not effective, no. It's not that good, but she's still doing it because she's done it this way for 40 years. Mm-hmm. And she fell in. Yep, and you can't you can't breathe through mashed potatoes. So she died, and I don't think it's like, is it a 
Is it a mashed potatoes themed thing, or is it just the mashed potato potatoes as like her calling card? That's a good question. Because like I kind of imagine like is it weird to do like a mashed potato ghost or is it so, just some lunch so is, lady? Demon? Is her body mashed potatoes? Is that what you're saying? Like, but I it's also got to be some element of like a demon of some kind. Yeah. So she's like a demon mashed potato monster, but like, well, I guess I was just picturing Sandman, but mashed potatoes instead of sand. What if uh, she's, it's almost um, spiritual, almost like haunting how she interacts with everything, but with a bit like of like the, the, the air smells like mashed potatoes that she haunts things with the mashed potato theme, I suppose. Okay. So she so doesn't like start- look like mashed potatoes no and and maybe it's what if oh here's an idea tanner go on what if we don't what if we don't know what she looks like oh if we just kind of like like, leave that up she could be anyone well no it's just like we never see her that's just a artistic oh okay you're saying you never see her in the thing i was thinking you meant like the like kid comes home from school and he's like hey mom you make me my pb and j and she's acting like kind of funny, but like, yes, I will do that. And like, you you can only see the front of her, but then you see like the back of her, and it's all like bones mm. and stuff or something like completely exposed. Oh, like, and maybe oh. we do see something like that. It's just like that's like the biggest glimpse we see. Oh, okay, yeah, I guess that works because then you don't still have to see her. But we don't. I we don't know. That'd what... be like a that's a scary fucking scene. Yeah, because you're like you know as the viewer slash reader. But the kid doesn't. Or like we see in the kitchen, hey, mom, I'm home. We see like something over the counter doing something. It's just kind of out of view. But in the foreground, we see the dead body of the mother. Yes. That's some that's some horror movie shit. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's scary. I'm spooked. Yeah. My bones. What time is it? Is it Halloween yet? Nope. we got five months, less than five months. Four and a half months. No, we have five months. We have five months, dude. I was thinking my birthday, not... <laughs> five five months and two days. <laughs> not uh, Halloween, I was thinking, yeah. I was thinking the 15th, not the 31st. And you got that whole month really slotted for yourself. Yep. It's kind of a um, big deal. Yeah. And then also, like, you could do some fun things where, like, the kid is scared. And, like, the final frame of the comic is there. there's, like, a shadow behind the kid. Something. Or like a weird hand is reaching out from uh, out of a cupboard or something. I don't know. Out of yeah, a pantry because that's where you keep the potatoes. Yeah. It's just like we don't know what this one looks like. No, it's always a mystery. That's that's a total horror movie thing to do. Yeah. And that honestly saves us some time, you know? Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Let's just cheat a little bit. Uh but also, uh, there's if if we were to see her, there's got to be some lunch lady themes to her, I'd suppose. Like an apron and a hairnet? Apron, hairnet, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah, that's all we really know. She's just getting revenge, taking the kids uh, to the old abandoned elementary school. Yes, and then she uh, she cooks them into mashed potatoes. Oh my god, Sweeney Todd's. Yeah, exactly like Sweeney Todd, which was made by Tim Burton. Yes, it was. Man, I heard Dumbo wasn't going to be good. 
Maybe it already came out. What movie? You hear about that? They made a live action Dumbo. Oh yeah, that already came out. That uh, oh did it tanked? Okay, it did tank. I don't know if the reviews tanked, but I know it made no money. Oof, when did this come out? Yeah, Tim Burton was the director for that. That's yeah. unfortunate. It's come a long way since Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Yeah. Jungle Book was very good, so I'm excited for Lion King. Did Tim Burton do Jungle Book? No, no, no. That was John Favreau. Just speaking in terms of Disney live actions, which I realize is the second week in a row we've talked about Disney live action. What else did we talk about? 101 Dalmatians. Oh, yeah. Speaking of which, when you said issue 102, I was so tempted to interject Dalmatians again. I would have just left. Because <laughs> it went over so well last week. Like, it was we got great. a lot of yeah, we got on that. so much fan response from that. I'm yeah. looking at a review right now and it said, More Dalmatians, please. Yep. People thought it was pretty funny. Good stuff. Um, I hear Aladdin is like, All right. It's fun. <laughs> that is what all the reviews are. They're like, It's fine. It's yeah. not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Like that's what critics aren't say. giving it good like reviews, but the audience is liking it, so that's fine. I'm so excited for Lion King. You cannot. Oh, I'm absolutely going to watch that. I, the Lion King was my favorite movie growing up. Absolutely, Lion King was the first movie I ever saw in theaters, and it will always be a hold a special place in my heart. Thank All you, right. fucking James Earl Jones, for living this long to reprise the role of Mufasa. yeah. No kidding. That cast is dynamite. Anyway, um, is there going to be like a hero that like Stranger Things goes in and explores the elementary school? Yeah, I feel like there's got to be a group of ragtag kids that are like they're figuring out the mystery. Like because maybe it's an unspoken thing. Like the parents don't talk about it ever. So like the kids don't even really know. But they start group, like uh, they, they go, you know, there's a scene where they go to the library and they're looking through all the, the microfiche of old newspapers. And it's like every yeah. four years, kids yeah, disappear mashed potato bowls and, and those little styrofoam bowls why doesn't anyone use this old school this is good real estate <laughs> the kids are like they want to be urban developers maybe it's it's a it's a class that is um encountering this as seniors oh yeah 100 percent. and they're like this this stops now and they go in to the school younger younger siblings were taken yeah. Oh, yeah. Like someone's little brother or little sister for sure. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And they've got flashlights and like baseball bats and hockey sticks for weapons. Heck yeah. What else would you have? A cricket bat, I guess. Because like what? for some reason that school's like super into cricket. There's, well, there's just the uh, international student for some reason. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> like, it's an 80s movie. Just yeah, an international kid. Yeah. So the kid from England's there. Because honestly, here's here's a bit of IMDb trivia for you. One of the actors bowed out, so they had to replace him last minute with an English actor who couldn't quite get the American accent down. Now, like, screw it. Let's just write it in. Yeah. So now this is a movie. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, all movies are based off comic books. Let me just think about that for a second. Yeah. 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 Well, or graphic novels. Yeah, like Wanted or 300. Uh, who could ever forget the Titanic comic book? I bet I, you know, realistically, there's definitely a Titanic comic book out there. Yeah, I bet there is. I'm trying to think of something that is definitely not a comic book. Um, you got mail. <laughs> I doubt that was ever a comic book. It's a good rom com though. Um, so they go into this school, and it's kind of like it's almost like Stranger Things now. Yeah, well, it's it's also still very much like very it. much like it. Yeah, um, but 
How do they defeat the lunch lady? Is it, it's going to be one of those things where they realize like they have to ignore it. Ooh. They have to like I, say I forgive you or something or it's not your fault or if they I just apologize a, maybe. What if they go into the cafeteria of this elementary school? Go on. And they see, you remember in line to get lunch, you would see what was for lunch on the whiteboard? <laughs> yes. What if they just merely have to erase that? <laughs> so can they do like, like make it so it says something funny, like instead of potatoes or something, it just says like poop, butt, sticks. Well, then for now you have a, just a poop monster. Okay, that's true. You don't want that. So you just have to erase all of it. I'm trying to think of something that's just like uh, what what if the the whiteboard does like say like mashed potatoes or mashed potatoes uh like and with kids in it or something like that. I think just honestly the best thing to do would be to erase the whole thing. Yeah, that make more the most sense or that to destroy the board. Cuz erasing it seems a little easy. They erase it and they write her her, her on it. Whatever her, her whatever name backwards. We end up naming her. Or maybe just her name. No, I don't. I, no, I don't think we need to do that. <laughs> or, or it's like her real name because maybe the big mystery is like who she was this whole time. Oh, so they're and figuring they had to it like out dig through in the, the library through their research, the, the town archives. Yeah. Up until then, she was known as whatever we end up naming her, but her real name is, of course, Sandra. Nope, I was going to say Sandra Bullock. Sandra O'Connor. O'Connor erase it and like then there's this weird scene that happens where maybe we get a glimpse of what she looks like very ghostly very pale trying to reach out and grab the children but is getting pulled back into the mashed potato vat yes god and this this school had just the just the whole room devoted to making mashed potatoes yeah so she gets sucked into the room so do like say if like that like one of the kids like little brothers had already been put in the mashed potatoes are they like do they get out of it now since it's been reversed does everyone get out of it? Do they, they free caught everyone? her right before she started stirring. Okay. So then out of the vat come the children. The children wake up. So is this all the children from the past? No, I think it's only been the ones who were abducted this year. Okay. Because otherwise, yeah, there'd be people who like are either super old or if they come out at the same age, they've lost. <laughs> are like... we still in the Great War? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Father, Papa was drafted. Was it Nam? Yeah, it was not the Great War. <laughs> yeah, and so then the kids defeat her. Credits roll. And then post-credit scene. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You see a hand shoot out of the potatoes. I mean, what of else? Of course, of course. Classic, classic. Yeah. But then or, the movie bombs and they don't make a sequel. What, what? Can I suggest something just a little, just more subtle? Yes. We it, the, the camera pans in and we see a very still surface of mashed potatoes. And then we see one bubble. Okay, that's pretty good. I thought come up. Come up. I thought you were gonna say the camera zooms in and it's a chessboard, and you see <laughs> one of the pieces move slightly. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> I always reference that because I always thought that was. When is the last time? What? Oh boy. What do you remember about X Three: The Last Stand? That's it. That's really. Did I tell you what? I remember a lot about that movie. The the chess piece moving, and I was thought like, what a weird fucking. Oh, I forgot. I had to tell you that Kelsey Grammer was beast in that movie. Yeah, fuck man, I should watch. He just knocked out of the park there. He's he's a good actor. He's good. Frazier, what a great what a great show. Never seen it. 
You should. I'll get there. Yeah. Just think of it as a sequel to Cheers. Yeah. Because it is. And then, honestly, I think it's better than Cheers, my dude. I, you can go fuck yourself. I love Cheers. You I ever love Cheers. slander Cheers again like that in my house. I love Cheers so much, but Frasier is so much better. That's Just ignore Niles' weird, weird, creepy, creepy infatuation for a woman, and it's better. And also, <laughs> his abuse and just neglect of his marriage, and it's fine. All right. Yeah. That's and on a, that note, I guess we should maybe do comic book cover. Yeah. One of those spooky scenes we described. The I, mom. Do like, I like the idea of a creepy, a creepy cover. I know. For some reason, I pictured like you're like inside a house and the front doors open. So like you can kind of see like the wall, like sidewalls of the house and then like out into like a foggy little area. Like there's a little white picket fence. And, like, you can see, like, a hand holding a bowl of mashed potatoes, but you can't see the body because of the fog. Oh, this is almost like Goosebumps. Yeah, I was thinking Goosebumpsy, where it's, like, a weird, like, perspective, too, where everything seems, like, larger than it should be somehow. Yeah. I like it. And it shows, like, the mom in the kitchen, the dad uh, watching TV. Oh, you know what? No, the dad's in the kitchen. The mom's watching TV. Yeah. Yeah. Let's mix it up here. Let's not be. Let's be and the kids and the kid is like looking out the window like, "Mom, Dad, look." And they don't they, they don't believe him. Just like all parents never never listen. Nope. Um, we don't have to do costume really. It's just a vague like something. Yeah. Mashed potato something. Name. Uh, Potatoes O'Connor. <laughs> that's a that's a big hint. On where they should start fair. searching for That's her fair. real name. Uh, is the lunch lady too easy? <sighs> yeah, because I thought about that too. Yeah, it's not a challenge, I suppose. The mashed bandit. Hmm. Doesn't really make sense. Um, what about the Tade? Tater trader. Tater. What about it? No. <laughs> We already did that. Yeah, you're right. We did do that because it was like it. Yeah. Shit. Potato mashed demon. The mashed demon. That's mashed. Mashed picator. Mm. Mashed demon is weirdly the best one we've had so far. Mashed demon. I don't. It's good, but I don't. I don't know. The potato demon. Ladle. I mean, we said the town was Ladle's town or whatever. Yeah. Is there something with Ladle? The Ladle Lady. The Ladle Demon. Oh, yeah. Because I think about it this way. If you're a kid and you're you're telling a story around the campfire. The Lady of Ladle. The Ladle. It feels lazy, but honestly, I think lunch lady like you can just oh let me tell you a story about the lunch lady i know that's because i mean let me i feel tell like you a story about the cafeteria worker that's what you would call it if it was like a monster or like an urban legend around your town you'd be like the lunch lady the lunch lady of ladle it's too many l's mm. i still think School. the mashed demon is the the best one that's not lunch lady yeah i honestly like that better 
I think it makes yeah. the most sense. Yeah, it, it incorporates both aspects, I'd say. Yeah. Unless you want to do a mashup, but honestly, I'm over it. I don't think there's anything we could come up with if we did that anyway. All right, you think potato word, I think a school word. You go. Three, two, one. Tater. School. <laughs> Tater school. Uh, mash demon. Yeah, or would it be demon S? Tight. Uh, is there anything else we need to do with it? No, I think we're good. Okay. You want to play us out here? Yeah, I'll go ahead and do that. Um, so this is going to conclude issue 102, Dalmatians of Headline Heroes. Um, do you want me to redo that? What? Nope. What? <laughs> Why are you talking to your Siri? Um, what? No, I didn't start my Xbox to play some Mass Effect. Oh, <laughs> I thought that was a Siri noise. No. Um, okay, it's... well, this concludes issue 102 of headline heroes today we created the mashed demon the villain the mashed demon uh whose real name is sandra o'connor which is a lunch lady who was wronged by some kids appears every four years leaves the mashed potato bowl outside their house maybe kills the kids you know the story um as always at this time we'd like to thank brett jacobs for creating the art for our show brett actually had to fight off a demon in his hometown when he was a kid with six of his best friends and they're all scarred permanently from it that sounds horrible. Yeah. Are you going to come back from your Xbox? What? What? You can play Mass Effect when you're done. Like, give it, like, two minutes. Uh, yeah, yeah. Hi. Um, yeah, that's horrible about what you said about Brett. Yep. Okay. I can hear that. <laughs> uh, we would also like to thank uh carl Sorensen. carl of course made the music for our podcast and we greatly appreciate it the music you hear at the beginning the music you hear at the end and sometimes he gives a little bit of surprise uh, cr 100th episode and get a bit of a taste of what carl is all about um also thank you carl for this week's article um if you want to uh communicate with carl for any of your audio needs editing uh, music making, what have you. You can connect with him at carljsorensen.com. If you have any articles you would like to send to us, please do. We have our Twitter at headline underscore heroes, our Facebook group. We have our subreddit r headline heroes, and we have our email headline heroes cast at gmail.com. We have a phone number you can call in, leave us a voicemail. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to play it during this. You can also, as we mentioned last time, text us. Um, I would love to read some texts on here. I think that would be a fun thing to do. That number is 309-596-6766. Whatever you're listening to us on, be it iTunes or Google Play or what have you, it'd be great if you could leave us a uh, rating, a review, five stars, whatever you think is fair. Tell a friend about us. And finally, thank you for listening. And we hope you'll pick up the next issue of Headline Heroes. Oh, there it is. <laughs>